Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I'm Matthew. And welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flatshare House Meeting. House meeting. Yes, here we are. This is where the three of us get together, shoot the shit, shoot the breeze. Shoot the breeze, chew the, the fat. Yeah, shoot the fat, chew the shit. Choke on the fat, but that's but that's for later in the show. Uh, yes. So, um, exciting, exciting news in Pappy Towers at the moment. Uh, big, firstly, huge. Big, huge news. Uh, we've been nominated... Uh, Pappy's Flatshare Slam Down has been nominated for Best Live Podcast at the British Podcast Awards. Woo-hoo-hoo! We're back. Congratulations, guys. We're we, back. We're back. <laughs> we're this back. is it. We'll be back now, back on the lists. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Parry, so you, be... you've got to stop obsessing about these lists, you know, man. It's we're just... back on the lists, man. We're back on the lists. So um, we've been nominated for Best Live Podcast. We are in very good company. Very strong competition, oh, I think. Lovely. But I, I'm going to say... Oh, here he goes. Yeah, here we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go I on. If you'd, you've, aired, you've aired this grievance to us privately. I was wondering if you are going to bring it onto the main feed. <laughs> and uh, here it is, folks. There's a, there's a few podcasts on there that aren't pure live podcasts. Sure, they've dabbled. They've done a couple of live specials at the odd festival or whatnot. But they're not live in their DNA. I mean, technically, the, live Tom, this, epi- this episode it. that we're putting out on the same feed isn't live. Yeah, but this isn't this isn't what's nominated. Is yeah, it? you're right. Pappy's Flatshare Slam Down is nominated, and that is a pure and live it's podcast. Pure it's live. pure it's live. It's pure live. It's so almost if, too live. So if <laughs> you're casting your vote, I group. want you to bear in mind the category is best live podcast. You know? I think it's no, I think it's, it's judged not. by a panel, by the way, Tom. So you, do you want to? <laughs> shall I? Shall I clip this up and send it? I've got I've got the email. Shall I clip this public, up and send it to the panel? Public votes. I no. There is, is a, there is a public vote. No, there's a public vote for um, one category. There is a there is a public oh, vote. Are we I, in that category too, Matthew? Well, I think every, everyone is because it's a public vote. I think Whoa. so. Anyway. Best live. <laughs> So uh, so yeah. Anyway, do we know anyone? Do we know anyone on the panel? Well, yeah, we do. But listen, let's not let's not let's not. <laughs> oh, okay, this is good. Well, we shouldn't Can say we that this, though, should we? Listeners? We should find out. We, is this we should be admitting we know people on the panel, should we? Because that's bad. That's bad for us. But are they we, listeners? Are we talking ourselves out of? Yeah, look, let's just leave even it. being nominated for this award. Yeah, I think I'm just saying, if we can get pure live trending, then it might it, it might bleed through to the judges. <laughs> okay, well let's. See if that happens. Anyway, um, let's <laughs> talking of pure live. We're going to be pure live in October at the Cheerful Earful Festival, which is a podcast festival. And again, 
an absolutely, you know, it's not a competition this time. We can say what a stunning lineup it is. Really, loads of people who've been on our, on our podcast, uh, loads of great, great other pods, um, and it's happening on the weekend of the uh, the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth of uh, October. Doesn't sound like a weekend now. I say that many dates, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's happening over that period, and it's, it's happening, happening in... over the weekend of that fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's happening in um, uh, a bunch of pubs around. Uh, south london and uh other places the best but we're gonna we're the gonna best, the best side of london yeah yeah yeah. i think there's i think there's a couple in west london as well but let's no need to worry about mm. those um yeah so we're going to be at the bedford pub in Ballam uh on the 9th of october there'll be a link to tickets here now it's very exciting because on the day we're doing it uh you can watch pappy's flat share stand down at five o'clock and our guests will be the birthday girls rose johnson bt edmondson Camille Uchan, and then we are going to be guests on their birthday girl's house party at seven o'clock. So it's a oh. it's a it's a fun old double bill of um, oh. they're going to do our pod, we're going to do their their pod. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a really fun live pod, and crucially, it's going to be so live. live. I'm going to be so drunk. Live, pure, pure the 2010ers. We were the the, the 2010ers reunited. That was the name of our gang, wasn't it? Absolutely. We formed a gang with them uh, back in. I can't remember what year it was, but um, we formed <laughs> a, a, a gang with them when we, we we did some videos for BBC Bite Size. So it's great to have the team back together. So if you did your GCSEs around uh, around 2010, come along and have a reunion with us. <laughs> I I would recommend watching those Bite Size videos before you come along because I'm going to be talking about that a lot. <laughs> do your research guys bone up on blood brothers before you come and see birthday girls and pappies reread blood brothers please but tickets are available from cheerfulearful.co.uk cheerfulearful.co.uk and it should be a really really fun uh the whole there's so many great uh, other shows there hoovering pods doing it holistapa's doing it sound deals with max in a van uh it's it's, it's a good old uh, it's a good old time so you should get yourself along there Right. Oh, that's going to be... What a treat. Have I got that in my diary? I'll put it in now. Pop it in the diary, Tom. Yeah, would you mind? <laughs> if you'd be that. a darling, yeah, yeah. pop it in the diary. And uh, don't just write the word busy. Just write, <laughs> write, what it, write what it actually is so you know is to show Oct- up. Is it October 9th? It it's is, October yeah, the 9th, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's October the 9th and it's in it's in well, Ballam, okay? So don't, don't just look at your diary <laughs> on the morning of the day and go, oh yeah, I should be doing something. Oh yeah, five o'clock, I've got to be in Ballam. Well, so, I, uh, I will say this, as it's in October, it's, you know, you know when you get to the end of your diary and then there's like the year in a, the next year in a page? No, because nobody else uses a paper diary. It's 2022, <laughs> Tom. It's, so, that's, that's especially not an academic Tom. paper diary for somebody who left school. Like you, you, you left school in the 90s. <laughs> Look, you know me, mate. I keep it pure live. You keep it pure live. You keep I it keep, pure academic diary. It's a, a pure, pure live death. Okay, anyway, let's move on. Tom, how's your new observational bit about what it's like to have an academic diary going, by the way? <laughs> Hasn't reached the Apollo yet. No, it's not. It's just, you know, you've not been on any of those famous lists you want to be on. <laughs> God, I'm going to get on one of those lists one You're day. You're going to be on one of those lists one day. Put he's me a, on the list, he's a, man. He's a paper diary boy in a G-Cal world. Come and see his Edinburgh show. <laughs> Unfortunately, you, to, you've got to buy Go tickets on. in person because he's got no idea how to use the system where you buy them online. So unless you see him in person, the paper tickets only because he's got to keep it real. I had, to, I had to write up someone's bio for a job I was doing the other day. And I wrote, they have blah, blah followers on Twitter. Yep. They've done this. And then at the end I said, 
and they're on a lot of people's want to watch lists. And then, and then my, my boss read it and went, um, "What about what lists?" And I was like, oh, I've, "I've just put that. I've just put that on and went, take that off." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sorry." So I mean, clearly, 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 still think a lot about oh, the, 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 the these want to watch lists out there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, can, we're a long, long off we're back on Forbes, I'll tell you that much. And we're back on the list, though, eh? Good to, good for, it feels good, good to be back on the list. Well, right, pop, should we get this, this podcast? Yeah, pop this episode of House Meeting on your list of podcasts you're about to listen to today. <laughs> and it's live! It's not live. This one's not live. <laughs> I've had a thought. I've got an issue. I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. What temperature should we set the heat? House meeting. Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meaning? House meeting. My bank up last night wouldn't let me bank. Because it wouldn't recognise my own face as my face. Oh, no. <sighs> yeah, this is the, the the facial recognition thing. It doesn't sort of uh, account for the fact that you live a very hard life. <laughs> <laughs> and so what, what I was trying to work out was when it had asked me for my photo, I was trying to think what was my state. <laughs> and then I remember thinking that I think you were quite tired and you just kind of phoned it in. So then I was trying to adopt... You phoned it. Phoned it. <laughs> what you didn't spend hours on a self tape. You didn't get a ring light. Oh, you know what? He doesn't. He doesn't want this role. He's not well, bothered about online banking. He was wearing a tuxedo last time. What's going on? <laughs> I, 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 I was trying to work out how much effort I'd put into it and try and recreate the same amount of effort. Because I think obviously someone's face can be very different if it's resting or if it's. You know when you catch someone after, like, at the end of a Zoom meeting or something, when they're trying to find the yeah sign off button, and you see what they what they're really like. <laughs> you see yeah, into their yeah, soul yeah. is what you, you see. Have that final three seconds of just how the, how fed the, up they were to be talking to you. Exactly. The jaw goes a little bit more slack. The eyes glaze over a little bit, and you go, "That's who they really are." Everyone's ID photo of themselves on like passports and I should be taken by someone else when they don't know it's being taken. Oh, I like that. And it, sounds and, creepy. And, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I am the man for the job. <laughs> no, no, seriously, Your Honour, I'm from the passport office. <laughs> well, I'm not yet, but I will be eventually. <laughs> That's me trying to take a picture of a judge without them knowing. <laughs> Oh, I absolutely love perving on judges. Um, yeah. You judge them right back, don't you? <laughs> when, when, you think, when you think of perving, the image that immediately comes to my head is the one out of Back to the Future of being in a tree with a pair of binoculars. That's kind of like the cinematic equivalent, isn't it? It's like... Um, yeah. So there's something about Mary and Back to the Future of being up a tree with a pair of binoculars perving. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird that was the guy, that was the character you, you end up rooting for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first so, time you meet him, you're like, actually, Back in the 80s. He's all right. In the 80s, that was an endearing quality, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
just just sweetly climbing a tree with a pair of binoculars to look in a girl's window. That's that was endearing in the eighties. <laughs> it really was. Well, it was the fifties when he was doing it, so it's even more endearing. It's nineteen fifty-five when he did it. Surprised they didn't make him mayor. Why did they give it to Goldie Wilson? <laughs> it was a different time, wasn't it? It was the sweetly naive time of climbing up a tree with a pair of binoculars to look in your neighbour's window. Yeah, by the 80s, it was holding up a boombox. <laughs> Hard to hold a boombox and climb a tree. Hard that to much. get up a tree with a boombox, that's very, what they say. Very, very hard. What you've got to do is you've got to hold the boombox in one hand, hoik the boombox over a branch, then grab onto the other side of the boombox, and then use that to slowly pull, <laughs> you, slowly pull yourself up. Pull yourself up, up onto oh, the branch that way. It's quite difficult if you're playing a ballad. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You've got to pop on Eye of the Tiger while you do it. Exactly. A less romantic song. At the end of a rom-com, if a woman looks out her window and there's a guy just trying to work out on an oak tree, it's not quite the... <laughs> Doing chin-ups. It's not quite the clincher, is it, really? Nowadays, it'd probably be sending a bloody email with a zip file. Am I right, guys? <laughs> what? I said. He's nailed it. I heard it. you. I he has nailed it. It'd be Why is... sending an email with a zip file attached, wouldn't it? Welcome to modern romance, everyone. <laughs> How can I just... My, my modern rom-com's called Open Attached File. Ooh. It's the new You've Got Mail. Yeah, I was going to say, they've already done You've Got Mail. I think that's sort of better. This, than... is, this is You've Got Spam. <laughs> that but so, so why why do you see that, Tom? That's a spam club. As romantic. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, he's done the very gentlemanly thing of zipping the file pre-send. He's compressed which it. Which does make it very, uh, you know, makes it a lot easier. There's no wee transfer for this guy. The whole film is trying to find uh, the person you're enamoured with's email address. Okay. And then learning how to compress a file. <laughs> I'd watch it. Unfortunately for the audience, he finds out the email address in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's quite, that's quite an easy thing to get, somebody's email address. I feel like, you know, the email is, it's the, it's the, it's the buffer, isn't it? Like, you know, if somebody says, oh, I need the contact details for that person. You say, well, I won't give you their phone number, but I will give you their email address. Even though the chances are they're not going to call the number. They're just going to text. And texts these days are just as easy to ignore as emails, right? Yeah, and it's just as easy to harass via email as it is via... <laughs> so, well, you're, you're living proof. <laughs> so they say. So they say. <laughs> not that I've got a bunch of judges' email addresses and uh, absolutely going to town. <laughs> Tom's, up a, Tom's up a tree outside the high court <laughs> with his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Tom live from his treehouse. <laughs> Order. Um, yeah. It doesn't feel like the start of a romantic comedy, but a judge gets in from a busy day at trial. Yep, you're right. Takes off the wig. Yep, no, end it there. End it there. It doesn't sound like the start of a romantic comedy. <laughs> a judge. I mean, the average age of a judge is like 70, for starters. So unless it's one of those hey. movies that Judy Dench makes every now and I'm then. After, you know, yeah, I'm after the grey pound. The old grey pound. Sorry, go, go on. He gets, he gets in, <laughs> takes off his wig. Uh, He's wearing his wig home. Beep, beep. What's the, oh, I've got an email. By oh, the way... <laughs> You can yeah, tell they're 70 years old because their phone makes noises. <laughs> nobody nobody has an email alert that someone's, makes a noise on their phone. Someone's driven an email around. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> someone's posted an email through the door. Dench, is that you? 
Judy Dench scurrying up a tree like a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stunt double that bit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> um, well, yeah, anyway, so uh, at the end, they, uh, they <laughs> he, he, he ends up, she, she's on trial and uh, he can't bring himself to put her in jail. Yeah. I think. Okay. <laughs> Th- yeah, a I'm, perversion of justice. Yeah, I was going to say on this trial for perving on judges. Oh, oh this is This is it, isn't it? Wheels. How do you get the judge to to try the case? That's the thing, isn't it? Because you, you know they've all got a vested interest because she's she's perved on every judge in the country. They're all the victims. Are you saying that if you perv on enough judges, then you're going to get away scot-free? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because because what happens is they go through all of the judges in the country and then right. they find the one guy who is related to the judges, but isn't actually a judge, Judge Ralph. It's like King Ralph, but it's Judge <laughs> right, Ralph. So it's John right, Goodman right, right. plays an American, like, an American dude who is just like, he's not quite a judge, but everyone else in his family is a judge. He went off he's to become judgmental. a bar musician. He's certainly judgmental. Don't get him started on the New York Yankees. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Judge Ralph. This is, now we've got the, it's sort of of two movies competing against each other, really. I I wasn't expecting that one to come along, but I'm I'm happy to go with it. I'm glad glad you've gone with it. I'm happy to yes and this writer's room. (laughs) So it's a romantic comedy, but also uh, a screwball comedy, a knockabout comedy. Uh, about a guy who, <laughs> through through a, through an accident of birth, becomes a British High Court judge. Screwball rom com sounds like one of our podcasts. Screwball rom com. <laughs> John, we're in a flat. Judy Dench is up a tree. Screwball rom com. <laughs> were you a fan of the screwball ice cream when you were a, a kid? Oh, the, uh, yeah. What a treat at the end! The it's, big it's, ball of bubble gum. Well, for us, it was the forbidden fruit. We were never allowed the screwball ice cream because of the bubblegum. Bubblegum was life-threatening in our house. Yeah, especially, uh, especially hitting the bottom of some ice life. cream. What you really th- thought it was going to do, especially a big sort of gobstopper of, of, of bubblegum, you really thought, oh, I'm going to be drinking the last little melted bits of ice cream. It's going to roll down into my throat and just block my esophagus, and that's going to be the end like of It looks like a death trap, doesn't it? From yeah. Now, with a parent's eye, it looks like a death trap. <laughs> Back then, it looked like the forbidden fruit itself. Yeah. Your your parents' eye, by the way, is the reason that your bank doesn't recognise you anymore. By the way, <laughs> he's got parents' eyes. <laughs> I was using the remote control to try and take my picture. That's why. <laughs> Go to bed, man. You're too tired. House <laughs> meeting. The socks only useful for putting your feet in. House meeting. So were you allowed screwballs or did you have to get them, you know, on the, on the sly? I don't think I had a screwball until I was a little bit older because, yeah, yeah, yeah. bubblegum just wasn't, that wasn't allowed. My brother had a, a hidden stash of hubbub screwballs. in his bedroom. <laughs> I guess the screwballs wouldn't last long, would they? No, yeah. <laughs> Under the Curdled. bed. <laughs> just a puddle <laughs> and lots of plastic cups. <laughs> The first screwball clock he ever had was cottage cheese with a, a bit of a gumball at the bottom of it. <laughs> a wriggly gl- chewing gum. <laughs> Getting my esophagus blocked was sweet release. <laughs> <laughs> no more poison into the system. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it is the thing though, isn't it? That's like, I, I asked for it a lot as a kid. 
but never got it. And then as soon as you, um, <laughs> as soon as you're able to get it, you get it yourself, and you go, "Oh yeah, it's this. It's two things that don't really yeah. go together." <laughs> A yeah. flake is much better to go oh, in an ice yeah. cream than than a hard thing you have to <laughs> chew for ages. I mean, the 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 jip, uh, not the jip, but the chutzpah of bubble oh, yeah. gum and chewing gum, like something that you you chew but you don't eat. It feels like it shouldn't be as good as things you can chew and then eat. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's yeah. a really and it isn't. weird and it isn't no, and yet. It holds so much power over the young mind. Yeah. But also the novelty of there's a skill involved. Because the bubblegum's not just chewing. The bubblegum is blowing the bubble, which I would I never, ever manage to do. No, if someone was me able neither. To do it, if someone was able to do it, I mean... I thought I was like the only person alive who couldn't do it. <laughs> no, no. I told you that. I'm sorry. I, I, shouldn't, I, I, I shouldn't have told you that. I told you that with you about see, a lot of things. You, you told me told that me when you could thing. have been giving me the Heimlich. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the Heimlich, mate. Um, I think the, um, I think the, uh, the key thing with bubblegum, it's like skiing. Unless you start it at a very early age, you're not really going to be good at it. <laughs> Oh. They're very similar. They're very I, I, similar. I don't know things. about I don't know about that because I I bet you you could get someone who's never had bubblegum before who's in their twenties and you could make them a champion bubble blower. Should we try and do it this week? Should we find before somebody? you could make them a champion well, skier? I smell oh. a bet coming on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take that bet. Okay. I can get some. Well, I can get someone to blow bubbles <laughs> with bubblegum faster than I can turn them into a champion skier. Yeah, well, no, it's hang a good, on. It's you're going to turn them into a champion blower, you said. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we've got two people right here, Crosby. We don't need to go out on the streets even. Our street is right in front of us. Surely I get to pick the person. I'm not picking Clark. He can't do anything. <laughs> I could be a champion blower, I, mate. I <laughs> Just stop a chewing gum. Champion blowhard. <laughs> I saw I saw this guy try and blow from an early age, and let me tell you, you stand no chance. Yeah, he's no, the I only just, guy in the world that can't look. do shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, admittedly, I was punching him in the stomach from behind at the time. <laughs> I'm trying to save your life. Um, genuinely disappointed that I haven't done the home lick on anyone yet. I don't really know how to do the home lick. Either, oh no! It does feel like a scene that your life should have. Yeah, it's true. When 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 you're younger, kind of growing up, it is one of the things you think at some point, oh, I'm definitely going to either do that or have that done <laughs> on me. I'm going to be stood over the side of the room, blowing bubbles, looking really cool, and then yeah. someone's going to start choking over a stroll. Um, I, I've, but, never, I've never seen it happen. I've never seen anyone, it ha- happen to anybody. I've literally, you know, you get taught it at like uh, NCT classes of how to do like a sort oh. of mini Heimlich on a baby and right, it always yeah, looks yeah. like very intense but I've not had to do that at all despite the fact that I feed my baby nothing but screwballs <laughs> <laughs> she's still yet to, she's still yet to make daddy oh, proud man. and let me do a little baby Heimlich on her um, <laughs> but um, but it's, it, 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 it's, it's, it's true though isn't it you feel like it's something you should be doing you should have to do at least once but you never have you ever had that? Have you ever choked on food? Have you ever had the thing where you thought, oh, this is it? It's curtains yeah. for me. And upsettingly, it was by trying to eat an egg sandwich uh, whilst crossing a road because I was late. For eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we, I think you've told us this before. Did you then puke? 
Yeah. Did you eat an egg sandwich crossing the road late for a meeting and then had to leave the meeting to go and be sick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, five mate. minutes in, I realised that the egg sandwich was still in my throat and I wasn't really <laughs> breathing very well. <laughs> Great start to a writer's room. Oh, man. That, that's how I managed to get Judge Ralph away. While you were out Ralphing in the toilet, I was there... <laughs> I was there making making connections. I just think that the characters are portrayed as a different movie. It's a move. It's a it's a real power move. Don't understand. It's it's a real power move in any uh, writers' meeting between the three of us when one of us starts making an egg sandwich and walking towards the other one. Just here you go, Parry. Oh no, no, I love the idea. Just tell it to me again. Have an egg sandwich, mate. The problem is I can't resist. You can't resist. Uh, I, you see I know open, exactly what's going on. You see a zebra crossing and an egg sandwich. Oh, you're a fool to yourself. <laughs> That's you done for. That's you done for the day. For me, it was a sandwich as well. It was a salt beef sandwich. And again, Ooh. it was just before a gig. I was trying to eat a quick salt beef sandwich before a gig. Um, pa- Pappy's gig uh, at uh, Not Too Bag. And uh, I... Um, I caught it. I caught a bit of the salt beef in my throat, and I've and I've found out. I've since spoken to someone about this, and it turns out yeah. it doesn't just stick in your throat, but your throat kind of receives it and tries to pull it down. So, it's not, so yeah. So when you're going, you're kind of like you're trying to cough it out, and the throat's going. No, actually, I like this. <laughs> so it's kind of it's, it's a tug of you're war. Tug of war yeah. in your own throat. You're tug no of war way. in your own throat. Are so you are just, you picturing that hole that they nearly throw? Um, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker <laughs> into it at the start of Return of the Jedi. Is that the Rancor pit? Yeah, yes. I think so. Yes. The That's Rancor right, yeah. pit it is a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah. Your, your butt does the same thing, doesn't it? They're both they're oh, both similar. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They so both I'll tell you what, Parry. Have you butt choked. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're gonna have two egg sandwiches and you've got to race your own body. <laughs> See which see which end can inhale the egg sandwich faster. I'll give see, I'll, I'll, make, I'll make it fair. Eggs. One of them is a baguette, all right? One of them is a baguette. I'll make the it fair. Is, if you haven't been eating egg sandwiches through your butt since a young age, it's really hard to do. Do you know what I mean? It's, it is, that's it what they say. It's being blowing bubbles. You've been butt chugging egg mayonnaise. <laughs> Parry's Parry's entire body becomes like a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> <laughs> How do they make bread with no wheat in? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. They have the same swallowing impulses, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've <laughs> yeah. heard. Makes us inherently greedy individuals. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not think? You've got a greedy butt, Tom. <laughs> I've got a greedy butt. <laughs> I've got a greedy okay. knife. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> well, uh, like you, I'm going to start this meeting by throwing up as well. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the way Parry would always start every... He'd always start every meeting. He'd, he'd, he'd have an egg sandwich in his hand. He'd have one on his chair. He'd sit down. <laughs> yeah. He'd say, let's get started. I was absolutely famished here. One day, I hope to be so successful that when I arrive in the room, they've prepared the egg sandwich on my chair. <laughs> you know, like the you know, like in Alf, <laughs> when they get like the the top writer to come in and they've prepared everything perfectly for him. Yeah. I want that to be. Uh, I want that to be egg sandwich on the chair. Yeah, comes. but get on what the I, chair. What I straight up. got? It's like King Ralph for the Ring Judges. Oh, that idea again. <laughs> oh, this one. <laughs> he's nicking he's Crosby's cast-offs now. Oh, my he's gosh. He's asked for us got... to put a baguette in a tree for some reason. Oh, oh, no. oh, Captain Salt Beef was in last week, and he pitched that. <laughs> <laughs> so, go on. How did, you, how did this struggle with the salt beef... Uh, I mean, you survived, obviously. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. I'm a ghost. <laughs> we were going to save that to the third act, but no, I've been a ghost all this time, yeah. That, ex- that explains why all the admin isn't getting done. <laughs> we, no, we, we haven't had any gigs. We haven't had any gigs booked in ages. No, the website hasn't been updated. It's literally a ghost town. <laughs> no, I um, I did survive, yeah, but slightly, slightly trampled on oh, the punchline of that it. story, haven't you? <laughs> 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 okay, let me tell you about the time I nearly died. Okay, <laughs> fine. Some adventure this is going to be for the listeners. Um, but no, I started. Um, I started. Uh, I took a massive bite of this sandwich, and I was sat with our dear friend Pax, uh, our, our techie, and uh, they were uh, they 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 were able to um, uh, realize what I was because I was saying I'm I'm choking. I was trying yeah. to say that. I'm joking, I'm joking. And um, they thought I was saying, I'm joking. I'm joking. So Ooh. was just sitting there kind of going, oh. this is one of these <laughs> classic Crosby <laughs> japes. Yeah, he's, not his, he's not his best gear, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's the it's worse, either. To at least he's keeping the powder dry for the stage. Yeah. <laughs> He's had a busy day. I did have to help get him out of a tree earlier on. He had his binoculars wrapped around his neck, so he's got a lot on his mind. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, in the end, I, I just had to kind of cough it up. And then that's the worst bit, isn't it? It's the hocking up the food because you're like, most of the sandwiches I've sort of already partially chewed. What do I do with it? Do I chuck it away and then have to not have a sandwich, or do I eat the food that I've already chewed a bit? Well, you've got you've got an easier sandwich, don't you? Oh, I should have to battle so hard. Of course, yeah, that's the it. Will, it will, it will as we all know, gratefully receive it. Exactly. Yeah, I've done. My, my teeth have done all the hard work. <laughs> take it home, but take it home. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's hard to find a word. Like, people always have a go at flies for their eating habits, but we've managed to find a worse one. <laughs> people do have a go at flies. <laughs> That's the reason people are trying to hit them with the newspaper. Exactly. They're like, gotta go learn to eat before you come into my house. <laughs> the old saying, the best, the best way to a man's heart is through his stomach, but also the best way to a man's stomach is through his butt. <laughs> yeah. It's through his stomach, then his mouth, then his butt, then his stomach. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go all those different places. This sequel to Inner Space is not as exciting as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Well, no, let me tell you. Dennis Quaid riding on a sandwich. They're inside John Goodman, right? <laughs> All the other test subjects died. In, in John Goodman Ralph. had to step in. <laughs> um, Good, Goodman's one of those men who... Um, is good? What? <laughs> well, he lives very up to his good, name. Very good man. Very good very man. Very good man. Um, which is a, a strong choice for a middle name. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be such a funny D poll. Um, but he, well, I don't need to do the D poll. Just change it on his Wikipedia. Just go on John Goodman's Wikipedia <laughs> and change it to John Very Goodman. <laughs> Someone, one of the listeners, can do it. Send us a screen grab of it. We'd love that. Pappysplatcher at gmail.com John Very Goodman. It also feels like John would enjoy that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. He's got a sense of humour. Of course he has. Um, course. Yeah, go on. What, was you, what were you going to say about uh, our friend are John you, Goodman? Clarky, are you doing it right now? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. on it. <laughs> We've lost Clarky. To, he's up to his old tricks again on Wikipedia. Um, John Goodman, has, when, now he's lost a lot of weight, it feels like it's made him look old, but then also he is getting old. Do you see what I'm saying? I tell you, here's online banking. I don't know which way. <laughs> don't know which way to look. <laughs> like, if I'd have undergone a John Goodman-esque transformation, then I'd understand my banking app not recognising me. But it feels like I I can't work out if John Goodman had stayed bigger, would he have stayed younger looking? Do you understand? I know what you mean, <laughs> guys. Do you understand that point? Do you understand? <laughs> I'm still thinking about the way flyers eat, Tom, so you have to slow down a little bit. <laughs> you got to get off their back about that, man. Dude's, dude's just trying to eat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just enjoy eating. Give old Brundle fly a, a pass. Give old Brundle fly, yeah. So, yes, go on. What, you're, you're, you're saying that if he was if he was bigger, would he look younger? Is this? Are you asking for a friend here? Is this what you're <laughs> saying? Well, you know... <laughs> Maybe Tom very Parry Wicks is interested. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I think what, what I'm saying is if you leave it until just about the time you're getting old to lose a lot of weight, then people won't be sure whether you're, you've lost weight and it's made you look older or you've just started looking older. Mm. It's, it's like Bill Clinton, isn't it? When you see Bill Clinton now, because he's gone vegan, yeah. he's, uh, he's a lot skinnier than he used to be. Um, but he is. So it also, makes him look frail. He's gone old, yeah. But then he is—he's an old dude. Yeah. But if he'd have stayed a bit more chunkier, you just, like, would he be old? Do you know what I, mean? I think everyone gets old. Yeah, I think everyone gets old, no matter what. <laughs> I think. I think you can out eat getting old. I think, no, no. You do. No, that's that's called 
that's called eating yourself to death, Parry, and don't do that. <laughs> I tell, well, I, you know, we'll be there at your funeral going, well, it is, he always wanted to never age anymore. And he's done it because he's there in that box over there. He ate himself dead, but he never got thin and he never got off. <laughs> what? <laughs> But in his defence, he never got thin, he never got old. They shall not get thin like we that are left get thin. House meeting. What's the worst thing you've considered eating? House meeting. We should ask Tom uh, at this at this juncture, what do you think you can do to get back into your banking app? Can you only bank very early in the morning, very late at night? Do you have to, uh, like, you know, do you have to go on a, do a lot of intensive exercise? Do you have to, you know, sort of smother yourself with a pillow for a bit until <laughs> <laughs> your, your face puffs up? What was depressing was that I think when I did it, it was in a very half-assed way and it was from quite low down when it's supposed to be in front of your face. So right. what I was trying to recreate was this kind of like, like a double chin kind of like, well, not recreative. <laughs> just, just, How did you just, find those exact conditions, Tom? <laughs> Tom bought a load of a load of gammon and wrapped it around his neck. <laughs> I was just like trying to be like, oh, a little bit like, oh, <laughs> oh then, then like, it, and then I was trying to do it sprightly to see if I'd done it sprightly, but. I kind of thought maybe that might be a way to add an extra layer of security, a bit like your password isn't your name. I think maybe we'll get to a stage where your face isn't enough, yeah. and so you'll you'll have to have a particular expression to laugh. Yes, yeah. that's good. So, or it's it's like multi. So they give you like they give you uh, fearful and uh, you know uh, photo smile like- or whatever, and you've got to do you know like you never know which which one you're going to get. Yeah. That's I know the classical monologue and then a song. <laughs> oh, we and loved what you did, hands. darling. We absolutely loved what you did, but I'm afraid it's not for us. No, so I'm afraid you can't Profiles. make that direct debit. I'm so sorry. I was oh, I was down to the last three to pay for that. <laughs> to bill. Get to my bank again. <laughs> <laughs> Went to bloody Daniel Cook again. Oh, he's, oh, he's had to pay classic. my water bill this month. <laughs> <laughs> well, he can because he's working. So, um, <laughs> the, but yeah, what, like, this, this will be the future, right? Because they always, you know, like in, in, in sci-fi things, they have, like, eye scanners and stuff. Uh, that's, that's a thing, isn't it? Presumably that, that's a thing in real life, but not just in sci-fis. Yeah, like, yeah. With, with, photo, with photo unlocking your phone, right? If you can photo unlock your phone and you go, yeah, this is going to be it. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna get too. Great. I love it's it. gonna get too easy. People are gonna, gonna be able to make like a model of someone's face and just use it to photo unlock stuff. Hey, what about this though? What, what about if you've had Botox though? It's a good point. And you can't be surprised or angry anymore. Is that oh, Tom? I should have. have, have you had, I should. I should have told you that. Sorry, <laughs> I had Botox yesterday morning. <laughs> Sorry, that's why I'm in shadow. <laughs> Imagine if I came closer and all like my features were suddenly like small in the middle of the, the, the proper behind oh, the candelabra oh, face. Oh, oh, suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, did you say suddenly my features get all small in a big head? That's not what happens to me with Botox. Otherwise no one would take it. You're just describing your head already, Tom. <laughs> it's like if like the way I think of it is like um, you know like those kind of custard pastries where like the 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 the, the crusts kind of puff. Oh out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the and um, then in the, the middle, your face is your little is the little the sort of Portuguese thing. custard tarts you get in Nando's. <laughs> yeah. They're just, kind of, yeah, they're just expanding their head. 
just kind of the the Botox kind of forces your features together. <laughs> I don't think that's what it does. I mean, it, it, it I does sort of smooth it, out I wrinkles, but I think you have to take a lot so that you, you, your face. It literally moved your eyes further down towards your mouth. <laughs> I mean, Matt, you know, who knows? Maybe with the increase in people taking Botox, that's going to be what people look like. And, you know, beauty norms change, don't they? Throughout yeah. throughout time, beauty norms have changed. So maybe, Tom, you might be in luck. Maybe, yeah, maybe all your features in a very localised place just around your nose. Big head, small work out face. Massive. The bigger the head, the smaller the face. The what greedier you- the butt. Big head, greedy <laughs> butt. Small face. And if you become like if you become the model, Tom, if you become the sort of poster boy for that look, there'll be a front cover magazine a front cover magazine with you, a la Kim Kardashian, firing a bottle of champagne and it's shooting up your own arsehole over your head. That's what's Oh, hold on. I can't believe he's taking this from me. <laughs> I can do that without having to shoot the bottle of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, what I said to Clarky when we were 14 was, you're the only person in the world who can't blow bubbles, but you're the only person in the world who can blow a champagne cork over your head and in your ass." <laughs> no, I gave him the Heimlich to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> the backwards Heimlich so that Clarky fires a cork out of his arsehole across the room. It can't be the buttlick, can it? <laughs> the buttlick's a different manoeuvre. I can also do that on myself, actually. What would you say to Roman Probably nothing at all. Wow, there you go. That was a treat, wasn't it? Yeah, great to be back in the live arena. It felt live, didn't it? It felt so live. Yeah, it felt real. That's because you're. It's because you're doing it basically outdoors. You're recording from a shed, so there's people just wandering around outside. It feels yeah, oh, my neighbourhood are all, yeah, the people waiting at well, listen, they just I've got my neighbours to stand outside the window and listen. Yeah. You're doing like a podcast road show, aren't you, Tom? Is that what's going on? Tom's pot, he's popped his, show. He's popped his shed on the back of a flatbed truck and he's driving oh, it around. Tell you what? I mean we talked about doing the the puppy's fate, but a podcast road show. Oh listen. But yeah, I mean I would. Because every time we do a gig that's not in London or MacFest, it absolutely shits the bed, mate. Uh, yeah, but we, we'd be on the back of an Arctic lorry doing it. We wouldn't ever be standing still. Arctic. We'd go, we'd go slowly through the towns, but we'd never stop. Yeah, yeah. We it's wouldn't an, give them chance to boo. It's an Arctic lorry in that, that, that that's where we're that's where we're performing. <laughs> we're performing to a bunch of polar bears. <laughs> Um, hey, good response from uh, the last episode. Uh, oh my goodness! On calves. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of people, a lot of pe- a lot of people chiming in uh, on the last house meeting. Yeah, do you want to do you want to read an email? Well, I want to read a text message first. Yeah, go for it. Auntie Joy herself got in touch and said, <gasps> "Auntie Joy got in touch." She said, "I loved the Auntie Tats episode. Can't <laughs> believe you don't want a tat of me on your calf." Oh no, Tom. So. It's true though. Yeah, what did you send back? Done. How did you how did you fire back? <laughs> I, had, I had to go get, get the get bloody it tattoo done, didn't I, Andy? <laughs> yes. I had no other chance. And you know I what, Tom? Got it. Sent her a pic. Doesn't surprise me. Well, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise you. <laughs> doesn't surprise me. Now you <laughs> I knew it was a circuitous route to get eyelid. it, but didn't surprise me in the slightest bit when oh, it finally arrived. About a bloody eyelid. Um, anyway, um, uh, someone else has got in touch. Uh, Toby Daw got in touch. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, the puppies. Front names only, of course, Toby. Uh, Hello, the puppies. Hello. Funny to hear about about the Helena Bonham Carter calf tattoo in your recent house meeting. Brackets. What temperature should we set the heating? (laughs) That's in there. That's not just me. No, no, Um, of course. Nice. I have what I guess is the boy equivalent. Okay. (laughs) The boy equivalent of Helena Bonham Carter. Interesting. Burke... From Aliens. <laughs> Paul, Paul Reiser's character from Aliens. What? Yeah. I love Paul Reiser. I think he's great. Um, then there's a photo and it says, it is better than the attached photo suggests. It's just hard to take a photo of the back of your leg. Anyway, that's all. Yours in Christ, Toby. It, he's a baddie though, isn't he? Yeah, I was going to say. So I like, guess you're, what like you've done the there is you've got someone who is like, they are... They are a baddie and, spoiler alert, no longer with us. So, not Paul Reiser, obviously, the, the character. So, um, you've kind of, you've, all their badness, like, all their badness is contained. So, we were worried about them, them getting cancelled. You sort of know how yeah, bad they are. True. And you go, yeah, I, yeah, I know yeah, a baddie yeah. is. I'm cool with that. I'm He's cool got with a quote underneath it that says, I work for the company. We don't know that for you. I'm actually an okay guy. Right. Dramatic nice. irony, though, right? Because we know he's not an okay guy. Yeah, it's good. Though. It's, it's a good tattoo. It's a good character. It's a good character. It's it's a strange one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's up there with the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> of like, no one, you know, if someone said pick a hundred people, a hundred fictional characters to get a tattoo of, I reckon the, there's no way Burke's showing up. What would you What would you go for, Bonham or Burke? I think I think Burke. I'd go Burke. I like. I, mean, I just. I just think I'm a big fan of Paul Reiser. He's very good in Stranger Things. I love Mad About You. I love his stand up. Yeah. There you go. It's, you know. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's good. Um, we had another message in. This is. A, it's really. It's really brought people out the. Uh, out the. Out the woodwork here. Uh, this is from. This is from Rue, and uh, they write, "Hello, pappies. I'm 24 years old and a subscriber to the Patreon and avid listener. You're reaching the oh. old. The older Gen Zs at the very least." Here we go. And I've got lots of silly tattoos, none of any relatives. I've become quite good pals with my tattoo guy over the years. I was one of his first clients as an apprentice and have been stabbed by him many times since. Sometimes he wants to try out new techniques or has doodled something weird that he wants to tattoo on somebody for practice. So does it for cheap or for free? He knows I love Ariana Grande and have done since I was about 13. When he was getting into tattooing people more, he asked if he could do a cool graphic of her. I told him, of course, but even though she's my fave person ever, we have to prepare for if she's cancelled. So I think what I'd say, if, he, if, if she goes down a route like Morrissey or JK Rowling, it's like a modern day pearl with a girl earring as some sort of social commentary or some other random pop girl. Sorry for the essay. Pics attached. Love you, Rue. Well, great. I can say as well, firstly, it's a cool tattoo but it does just look like a girl. So right. it's, it's, it's like... You're covered. Yeah. You're, you're, exactly, you're, you're not going to get yourself into any, any hot water. It could be, you know, it could just as easily be a Dua Lipa, you know. It's making me really want a tattoo. Do you want a tat? It's like a do. You should get a tat, man. Get a tat of the, the two of us. Crosby won't be surprised. I'll be surprised. <laughs> Nothing surprises me. Yeah, um, won't look twice. <laughs> won't look twice. Speaking of the Patreon, uh, do join the Patreon, folks. Patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share to get uh, an extra bonus episode uh, every single week. Uh, always good fun. 
And join the community as well. Join the community of, yes. of other, other patrons. Such, such a good gang. It's a fun it's gang. It's a great yeah. gang. Absolutely. Today's episode was produced by Emma Caution. 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 Cheers, everyone. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.